I know that when I hold on to negative emotions, not only does it affect the people around me, specifically my wife and my kids, but it also affects my own happiness. Listen, folks, you gotta let it go. Life, he has to fight his demons, change his perspective, leave behind the life of lies and scheming. When your family's at stake, there's no impunity. Every choice he makes can trickle down to his community. Building foundations from hard work and patience. These are the lessons we'll be passing down for generations. A place where men won't just accept their fate quietly. Welcome to the Modern Dad Society. Welcome back to the Modern Dad Society podcast, where we understand that our children learn from our actions, not just our words. We believe in personal development, highlighting the powerful influence of staying present and making conscious choices and shaping our lives and the legacy we pass down to the next generation. I am your host, DeShazer, and like always, I want us to take a second to breathe in and breathe out and be present in the moment that is here right now. You know, I'm such a huge believer in mental health, especially male mental health, and being able to do that provides a way for us just to become present, practice being present. Thank you so much, everyone who's been listening so far. I actually have consistent listeners, which I don't want to say I'm surprised about that. I'm proud about that. I'm happy about that because I guarantee you because of that, this platform will grow. Tell your friends, share it. Please leave a review, subscribe so you can always get an alert when I have a new episode out. You can also download it as well. But the biggest thing is to share and review. Go ahead and let people know what you think. Let me know what you think because it helps me be able to navigate my episodes more accurately, giving what giving some information that people specifically want. So again, thank you so much and really help me out by boosting me on this platform so I can uh, reach out to more fathers. So in this episode, it's uh, definitely something that uh, I feel is very important in today's time. Like I said, like I always say, a lot of people, especially men, are focusing on mental health these days because they're realizing that it's affecting their life. It's affecting their family and they know it's going to affect their future. And so one of the biggest things that uh, is a huge topic these days um, is obviously um, past trauma. It's always been a huge topic, but like I said, when you think of mental health, you think of dealing with that past trauma, dealing with that pain. And so what I wanted to do was I wanted to discuss the acknowledgement and healing from trauma through various forms and techniques. I want to also expand on the ideas of mindfulness, emotions, and time travel. Yes, I said time travel, (laughs) not necessarily in a machine, but in our minds. I want to emphasize the importance of also observing emotions and preventing them from overstaying. And lastly, discuss the therapeutic power of journaling, highlighting its roles and expression, trigger identification, and creating a roadmap for understanding and managing past trauma. If you have not, before I get started, 
please go ahead and slide over to your social media if you're not driving or anything, but or working or at school. But when you get a chance, I want you to make sure you follow me on all platforms because I continuously put out some content for when I'm not giving podcasts. I mean, uh, sharing a podcast episode, I have content going out throughout the week. Every day, there should be something for you to consume. So please go ahead and follow me on those social media platforms. But today, like I said, I want to acknowledge um, past trauma and I want to I want to help give some principles that's going to help you heal from that. So one thing I want to talk about is understand that it's okay to feel emotions associated with trauma. Okay. There are different techniques that will help us in this journey of healing, like mindfulness, which we've talked about before in previous episodes, one, part one, two, and three of knowing yourself as a father. I also want to talk about journaling and seeking professional help, educating yourself and joining support groups um, that will help you in this journey of healing. And then lastly, we're going to talk about setting certain boundaries so we can protect ourselves from maybe the ones who have hurt us, maybe family member we still have connection with, our moms, our dads. It's hard to be the best we can be when we still have unforgiveness for anything that our parents have done to us, right? So I want to talk about those things. Um, but first, mindfulness and emotion. Um, so often we find ourselves immersed in our emotions, especially those tied up in past experiences. It's like living in a time warp where we're stuck in the feelings of something that happened ages ago. Essentially, we're time traveling. <laughs> now, don't picture a sci-fi machine, you know, think of it more as a neurological space within our minds. This is why a song from a breakup, for instance, can evoke such strong emotions. Your brain doesn't distinguish between past and present. It's confined within your skull in the dark, interpreting reality based on what you see and the emotions that accompany those memories. So when you're in that emotional space, it's as if your mind is reliving the past and the intensity of those feelings can be just as real as they were even when the event originally occurred. I mean, it's a fascinating aspect of how our brains work blurring the lines between what's happening now and what's already happening. So you have to learn how to observe these emotions. Imagine your emotions like this. This is what helped me. Imagine your emotions as a guest in your house. Okay. You don't want them to overstay their welcome. You've got things to do, right? You got to work. You got things to take care of. You have errands to run. Okay. But you observe these emotions acknowledged you acknowledge they're present, but then gently show them the door because you're in control here. You are in power to control how long they stay. So if you don't allow yourself to notice and let them go, these emotions can start to occupy a lot of space. Before you know it, they take precedence over your life and you find yourself living in the past, hindering your personal growth. So it's about recognizing, acknowledging, and then making sure that these emotions, um, these emotional guests don't stick around longer than they should. You're in charge of your emotional space, and it's vital to keep it clear 
for your own well-being and development. So I know that when I allow myself to hold on to emotions, right, not only does it affect my relationship with the people around me, specifically my wife and my kids, but also to it affects the emo- it affects my own happiness. You know, I remember a time when I got upset at something that my kids did. And, you know, kids, they don't, they're not, you know, trying to <laughs> um, hurt you or, you know, they're not, their objective is because they're pure beings. They're young, especially at the ages that they are, mine are now, which is six, seven, and one. But some, it's very immature for a, a, a person, a, an adult, right? A grown adult to allow something that your young six-year-old, five-year-old or whatever child did to affect the way that you treat them to affect the relationship. And I remember being upset for like, you know, it wasn't long. It was just like longer than it should. It was like something that happened in the morning. And then on the way to the bus stop, I was, you know, finding myself emotionally distraught about what happened, you know, and then forgot to give him a hug and everything. We were all upset, right? It happens. But holding on to those emotions are going to affect that relationship and time that you have with them. And so I did not like that. I immediately had to check myself because the last thing that I want to do is have them leave my presence, right? And then get on the bus and God forbid, knock (laughs) on wood, right? Something happens and then I will never forgive myself. So those are some things that I try to be mindful of when it comes to emotions and letting them go because when you harvest these things it not only exhausts you or it prevents you from being uh present and having gratitude but also can weigh on your health as well so you want to be mindful with those emotions you want them to allow them to come because emotions aren't bad they were given to us they could become a more aware of our experiences here on earth okay so you know, being angry, being upset, being sad, being all these things, even happy, all these, it's okay for you to experience these emotions, but you also have to be willing to let them go. I heard that one of my, um, I I watched this show called Teen Wolf, uh, which um, I got really addicted to. Great story, storyline. But one person says something that um, I really take to this day and I utilize. He says, um, we always need to regress to the mean, right? Which means we could be happy, we could be sad, but we also have to know that there's a middle point that we're always going to come back to. Because while happiness is a great emotion, it's still something that we have to realize is is something that's not always going to be there. So we can't be used to just being happy because when something happens, we won't know how to deal with it. So people always tell me, like, what's the goal? I say, for me. You know, for example, if someone passes away that you love, right, you know, you can never be happy about that, right? But you can always have peace in your heart about that. So for me, I've learned that peace is an emotion that I would like to create as a foundation. Peace is to me the goal. Someone asked me, like, what's your goal in life? I said to have peace. That that to me carries a lot of things that can come with that. And so um, again, always regress to the mean. You know, you could be happy, you could be sad, but just know that there's a middle point and be okay, be at peace at those transitions. One thing that's helped me in my journey of healing is journaling. 
So engaging in journaling is a powerful avenue, avenue for this healing past trauma. I mean, it serves as a confidential sanctuary where you can express and navigate the complex emotions associated with the past pain. So by putting pen to paper, you create a, self, you create a safe space for self-reflection and emotional processing. One of the key benefits of journaling that I found is its ability to help identify triggers. Those subtle cues or thoughts that unleash intense emotions or memories tied up in the past trauma, being able to journal uh, shines a light on those things. So through the act of writing, you start to notice patterns and connections within your mind. This self-awareness is a crucial initial um, step in managing and addressing the last impact of your past experiences. I mean, the lasting impact of your past experiences. So as you document your thoughts and feelings, you may begin to recognize specific situations, environments, or even certain words that acts as triggers. This um, heightened awareness allows you to proactively navigate these triggers, offering a sense of empowerment and control over your emotional response. So in other words, journaling becomes a tool not only for expressing expression, but also for self-discovery. So it enables you to gain insight into the, um, the, the deep depths of your emotional landscape, providing a foundation for a more intentional and mindful healing journey. So as you continue to journal, you create a roadmap for understanding and managing the impact of your past, creating a sense of resilience in the process. So journaling is a huge thing. For me, I am an artist. So, you know, I, I write, um, I, I, I do music. So I utilize journaling to allow myself to express my artistic side as well. So whatever you have that you do, whether you write poems or whatever, you definitely want to use this to your benefit because it's going to help you. And then it's also going to stimulate your artistic side as well. Another thing that you want to do in this journey is you want to seek professional help. Um, so the specialized approach is always a good idea. Um, you know, and I never want to sit here and discount that because uh, you know, a lot of what I talk about is from my own experiences and what I've learned and what I've told people that has helped. But there are people who went to school for this, who has a who has a degree that is able to help you with certain techniques. So mental health professionals often use powerful evidence based therapeutic approaches specifically designed for uh, trauma. There's one that I personally like, uh, you know, it's it's been uh, pretty much. Um, debatable whether it's something that is uh that really works obviously but then you have everyone has their own opinions right it's been controversial but for me i know the power of uh emdr which is eye movement desensitization and reprocessing and so these are certain techniques uh which i you know definitely want to look that up it's called emdr and this is just a certain technique that allows you to um, find certain uh, that helps with certain trauma and certain pain in your past that can bring it out to the forefront of your consciousness so you can actually deal with that. Uh, another thing are trauma focused cognitive behavior therapy. Always want to be able to talk to somebody. 
And that always helps, especially someone who's trained into understanding how the mind works and how trauma works in association with your life. So I, again, I, for me, I like more of in-depth, more um, extreme techniques because <laughs> uh, counseling never really worked for me. So this is why I may be into certain things like neurolinguistic programming um, and things like that because I understand the power of the brain and I understand the power of the subconscious. So, but like I said, still being able to talk to somebody is a huge help and it will help. And this is something you have to add into your, um, your, your bag of, uh, uh, techniques and tools. All right. So another thing that I want to tell you is also to education. Education is key. If you're not reading, then that's, that's a problem. If you're not consuming anything that's positive, that teaches you more about yourself, more about your mind, more about the world around you, then unfortunately you're not growing. So you have to be able to educate yourself. And what you're doing right now is educating yourself. You're doing exactly what you need to do. Because if this is something, if even if you know everything I'm talking about, but yet you could take away one thing, then you're doing something right. So always want to educate yourself and always want to join a support group. People who are on the same journey as you will make it a lot easier on this journey because you guys can discuss your own experiences or weakness, even strengths, and it's going to help each other as a community. So again, you know, I have to throw it out there. The modern dad society, that's what we're here for. We're here to be a community. And so that's why I always stress the importance of joining the Facebook group, being amongst other fathers who are going through the same experiences, or maybe you have something that you could share to someone else that can change their life and help. So make sure you join the community. There's no excuse. If you're listening, then go ahead and, and, and just join that Facebook group. And then uh, we just grow from there. Invite your other friends who have fathers, I mean, who are fathers to be a part of this community so we can all grow together. So another thing that is beneficial in the journey of healing is to, um, to create boundaries. I know that um, there has been, you know, parents who have had relationship issues with their parents and the, what you, and I'm trying to, I don't want to, I can't sugarcoat this. Okay. So when you're looking at um, boundaries, right, when you're looking at things, you know, parents that have hurt you, it's good to create those boundaries when it comes to your children as well. You don't, because uh, it's easy for the grandparents to get involved because they're grandkids, but you always want to create boundaries when it comes to certain principles and upbringings uh, that you are wanting to pass down. Now, the question is, what do I teach them? Obviously, right? But that's the importance of being a part of a community, because if you're a part of a community and you're getting solid, great information, then you have to be very intentional about what other information is coming in that you don't feel deem is useful or important or healthy for your children. So it's, it's the hardest thing in the world sometimes to be able to set up those boundaries with your loved ones and like your parents. But at the same time, this is your legacy. This is your family. This is your empire. So you have to be able to create up the wall of protection and you have to make sure that you're receiving information that you can pass down for them. That's healthy. And that's going to help them develop them, be the best that they can be. Okay. So once you get yourself part of a community or you get yourself a mentor or, or a coach or whatever, 
you want to start building those wall boundaries, those boundaries up so you can make sure that you're protecting the sanctity or the um, health of your family and they don't have to deal with any trauma that has, because remember we talked about before, right? We are not, um, we are not uh, chosen all the time with the pain, the poison that we take in, but it's our responsibility to allow it to die with us. Don't let that pass on to your children, okay? With that being said, another tool that's important in this journey is forgiveness. Forgiveness is a powerful and transformative force that can play a crucial role in the process of healing from past trauma. Okay, so here's an, some examples of how forgiveness can contribute to this healing journey. Okay, release of emotional burden. So forgiveness enables individuals to release their emotional burden associated with trauma. Holding on to resentment, anger, hatred can be like carrying a heavy weight and forgiveness allows us a significant emotional release. Okay, breaking the cycle of pain is another one within the forgiveness topic. So past trauma can create a cycle of pain that persists over time. Forgiveness disrupts the cycle by allowing individuals to detach from the negative emotion tied to the traumatic event. So breaking free from the cycle of pain is important for promoting mental and emotional well-being. Empowerment through choice within forgiveness is another point, important point. So forgiveness is a conscious choice that empowers individuals. It signifies taking control over one's own emotion responses and deciding not to let that past trauma continue dictating the present feelings and actions. Another one is restor um, restoration of personal power. So trauma often leaves individuals feeling powerless. Forgiveness is an act of reclaiming personal power and autonomy. So demonstrating that the trauma no longer holds absolute control over one's life. Another one is shift in perspective. Forgiveness allows for a shift in perspective. It doesn't neglect, I mean, negate or minimize the severity of the trauma, but it reframes the narrative and emphasizes the potential for growth, resilience, and future not solely defined by the past. So these are different things that affected and ultimately it's going to improve your relationship with others and it's also going to improve the relationship with yourself because if you're holding on to that weight of unforgiveness you can't expect anything else in life to come and bless you with you know success or things or things that you want and things that you desire Matthew chapter 6 verse 14 through 15 you know I always got to go biblical right for if you forgive others, uh, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, other um, others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. So this passage emphasizes the nature of forgiveness and suggests that extending forgiveness to others is linked to receiving forgiveness from the higher from a higher power, from God, right, from Yah. It underscores the transformative power of forgiveness and encourages individuals to cultivate a forgiving heart in their interactions with others. Why is this so important? Why does God want us to have forgiveness in our hearts? Well, regardless of what you believe, we are all created 
from one source, which means that we are connected to that source, which also means that because we are connected to that source, we are also connected to each other. And when you have unforgiveness in your heart, then you limit the capacity to how you receive blessings and success of happiness and peace. The proof is that if you were the only person on earth, <laughs> when, you know, then you would truly probably, you would truly go crazy. You would go insane and probably wither away. Because even the Bible in Genesis talks about that it's not good for man to be alone, which is why he created a helpmate. Okay? So we have shared the calling to serve each other with love and forgiveness. Consider the fact that as you embody imperfection, you must recognize that your neighbor is also deserving of the same grace you seek from your creator. In understanding our own imperfections, we find the empathy uh, um, and compassion needed to extend that same understanding to those around us. So I want to thank you for taking time out to listen. I wanted you to wanted to share these powerful aspects of um, the journey and uh, to help you with your journey of of healing those traumas, healing those wounds, healing that past hurt. Because if we are going to be the leaders of our families, we can't allow our actions and what we do to be dictated by the fear or hurt and pain from our past. And so make sure. This is something that you continue to learn, educate yourself. There's many books, many, many books on healing. And I focus a lot on healing and dealing with those past trauma and, and uh, you know, shadow work and, and all those things. Because in order for us to, like I said, to really build the legacy we want to build and the way that we want to build it, we can't allow the barrier of pain to come in between that mission. Okay. So, as always, thank you so much for listening. Again, make sure you're following. I'm going to add a lot of recap based off of this episode just to kind of like sit in your spirit, right? Like gluing it there, you know? So just in case you forgot it and you don't have time to listen to it again, or you're just so excited to listen to my next episode and don't want to listen to this one over, then I'm going to make sure I go ahead and post some of those recaps for you, okay? So... As always, before I leave, I have to remind you, always remember to stay present and be conscious always. Have a blessed one.